Hello, everybody, and welcome to What's Your Story? Today's episode is called What Are You Wearing? Today, I want to talk a little bit about fashion, I guess, in a sense. But how about we just start from the beginning, shall we? So today, I had a dentist appointment, and I had to go to the School of Dental Medicine in Stony Brook Hospital because they have like a program over there that you can go and students evaluate you, but it's like super in-depth and it's just, I don't know, I like it. So I went into the bathroom to brush my teeth because I like to go with a fresh mouth and I had eaten earlier. I'm standing in the bathroom and there's this long mirror and I take a look at myself and I look like a creator, like a content creator. I had a pair of checkered black and white vans on with a pair of blue with yellow stripe adidas um track pants on and i had a white sweater that said levi's across it and i had on a nike hat i had on my backpack a lanyard and my purse all hanging from my person and i just looked like such a content creator and i was really taking a look at myself and i also realized something a little bit more than that in that I looked like uh, an androgynous person. And I like that look. I don't like to look one way or the other. I kind of resonate a lot with that in always being 50-50 in my life. When I was younger, I had to dress like a female. I wore ruffly socks to school with my dress and my little sweaters and cardigans. And my hair was always in pigtails or braids of some sort. Girls dressed like girls and boys dressed like boys. That was it. There was only two kind, a boy and a girl. Anything in between was weird. So that's how I grew up. And once I started to blur the lines a little bit with my outfits, uh, people would start to look at me and it got really awkward because I worked at a Spanish supermarket and they're very much one is one and one is the other. There is no mixing it in between. My older sister's Grew up in the crisscross era. They're like a a boy band of the 80s slash 90s. And uh, TLC often wore big baggy overalls and men's clothes. So that was like a big thing. And I loved that. Like I loved looking at that. And I liked looking at guys' outfits and aspiring to wear those clothes and look like them. So I always thought that the masculine outfits were cooler than the feminine ones. Now I'm at the point where... I get to dress however I want because there's a level of confidence that didn't exist before. So I'm looking at this outfit in the mirror and I notice that I'm super androgynous and I love it. My dentist didn't recognize me because of my hat. I go into the chair and I'm sitting down and I realize that I hadn't waxed my mustache. <laughs> now this thing is burly. I was like, oof, duh. I'm embarrassed. Now I shouldn't be embarrassed because just like anybody else, Men and women share each other's traits to a certain extent. Men have breasts, women have facial hair. It is what it is. But that's something that I struggle with remembering because, again, women aren't supposed to have hair and we're supposed to be born this flawless being and it's very unrealistic. And in Latin communities, women are praised for having like hairy legs and stuff like that. But we've steered away from that culture. And we've gone into this whole idea that women have to have big butts, moderate sized breasts, I don't know, and flat stomachs and or muscular arms. I can't keep up anymore. 
it's very hard to sort of find a balance of saying, you know what, it is what it is. I have a bit of a mustache and I don't care versus saying, oh, now I can't go to my appointment because I didn't, I have a mustache and they're going to judge me for it. And I almost apologized to the girl and prefaced uh, sitting down by saying, please forgive me. I haven't gotten my mustache waxed. But then I thought to myself, maybe I'm transitioning. Maybe I just have masculine features. Maybe I am a boy. Maybe I like my mustache. Who really gives a poop what I'm carrying around on my face? Because at the end of the day, there are bigger issues than my measly mustache. I don't even know what she looks like under her mask anywho. So maybe she's got a bigger one than me. Anyway, the point that I'm getting to is that I am so insanely grateful that I live in a time, and this is going to sound weird because there was an older gentleman that was like, you know, whoever grew up in the 50s, you know, we were lucky because life was life and that was it. But living in this day and age is real tough. And I was like, for the briefest of moments, I was like, yeah, you know, life is uh, life is a little bit weird. But then I automatically jumped to, oh, this guy must be talking about all these, you know, gender blending uh, generational kids of this day, because that's like their biggest riff nowadays is, is that we don't choose one side or the other, which is a bit comedic to me anyway, but like there are bigger issues in the world, especially with your generation, sir. So it's funny to me that that's their issue. But anywho, that's where I took it. He didn't even say one thing or the other, but that's where I took it. So it kind of made me reflect a little bit and say like, what is the biggest problem that we have? And it's usually that like, Someone had made a comment about how many homosexuals there are in the world right now, and that if you're not gay, you're not cool. Like, that's what they think we think. And I don't think that people actually choose to live one way or the other simply because. And I might lose people's interest or I might gain hate from some, but I think that people don't choose to be part of a culture that constantly gets discriminated against and constantly gets ridiculed and people think is blasphemous and so on and so forth. So um, there has to be some sort of underlying truth to that. But I'm just grateful that I live in a time where people are free to express themselves in whichever way they want. That even 10 years ago, for me to come across somebody that's openly transitioning or as openly gay as they are, or non-binary, or that don't relate to one gender or the other, would have been difficult. And it's like now, fast forward, it surrounds me a lot. And I don't know if it's just sort of one of those situations where you are what you eat, right? In other words, like, you attract a certain type And that's sort of what you revolve around. So you see a lot more of it. In other words, if I want to be an actress, I'm going to somehow find myself in the media business. I don't know if now that that I find myself around a lot more people that are open that say, yes, I'm transgender. This is what my pronoun is and so on and so forth, that I find more people are like that. And I just feel comfortable being um, me in the physical sense of it. I feel comfortable having my man stash, as I call it, 
um, I don't feel comfortable enough to let it grow out to its fullest potential, but, but that's like a personal preference. That's not a societal thing. I'm not walking around saying, oh, well, that girl looks really pretty and she doesn't have a mustache. I should, I should go, I should go wax mine. No, not at all. But if I go an extra week without waxing, you know, who really cares? And I think that the masks help that. Um, because I don't feel this overwhelming sensation to have to go run and keep up this appearance of, oh, I'm this, or I'm not that, or I'm whatever the case may be. So I think I'm just eternally grateful to the movements and the things that have happened nowadays that allow us, those of us that aren't one way or the other, or that just want to sort of exist to do that very much thing and just exist. I get to focus on other things about myself or bettering myself versus taking carving out the time to go get something done or to go shopping for a certain set of clothes or to go do this or that. I can then focus on my podcast or I can focus on other things that I find to be important. And I think that part of that comes with a level of maturity as well is reevaluating your priorities and saying, what's really important to me? Do I care what Susie Dentist lady thinks about my mustache or do I care about the condition that my teeth are in? And I had that blurred for a very long time. I would focus on what that person thought versus what was important to me. And it's so easy to lose sight of that if you're somebody who's superficial or somebody who's very aware of what others might think of yourself because it's easy to get lost in that. And I definitely was and am and did. And it's not to say that I don't care what anybody thinks of me, but if I have a great outfit on, I want people to see it and I'm going to post it and I'm going to see if I get any likes because I picked out this outfit and I think I look great in it. Why not get other people's opinions? But that comes with a level of being strong enough to say, I don't really care who doesn't like it. I'm more so sharing this with people who will like it because I know that somebody else out there will. So I think that if we can somehow manage to find confidence in where we are and how we look and what we're wearing, then that's great. But I just want to give thanks to the people that started that, that pioneered it, that said, I don't care what you think. This is what I'm going to look like. This is how I feel on the inside. And this is how I want to look on the outside to further nurture how I feel on the inside. Because that's what clothes do. That's what fashion does. It further nurtures what we feel on the inside. And if I want to walk around in high heels and I want to walk around in a dress and have my hair done and because I'm going to feel amazing in it, then why can't I? Just the same as if I'm going to walk around in a dope pair of sweats, cool men's sneakers, and a ridiculously wonderful sweater, all I picked out of the men's department, then there's no reason that I shouldn't do that because the confidence is going to be way higher if I'm in something that I want to wear versus wearing something that you think is pretty or that you think is great, and yet I don't feel comfortable in it. And I lost sight of that multiple times when I was younger. I would wear clothes that I thought everybody else liked. And then the moment one person said something, I spiraled into this wild depression thinking that I was ugly instead of saying to myself, you know what, it's the clothes, it's not me. Or I don't care what you think, I think I look great. Either way, I think confidence is key. 
And that's what that movement has shown us, is that if we have confidence in whatever it is that we're wearing or doing or buying or playing with or whatever the case may be, then I think we're already off to a really good place and a real sense of comfort in who we are and what we do. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) This has been What's Your Story. Every day is a new day. So uh, let's make this one count. And I hope you have yourself a wonderful rest of your week. Oh my God, I almost forgot to mention the other day I went to the diner and me and this guy were sitting down at a table and this lady comes over and she goes, can I get you fellas anything else? (laughs) So good.